Hey, happy 2023, everybody. Welcome to the Common Good Podcast. Uh, we sort of had a soft landing in the 2022 on the podcast. Sorry we weren't around as much, but hey, it's a fresh year. We are back. Uh, glad to see you all. Doug Padgett here in Minneapolis, where we are waiting a monster storm. Uh, one of these like 10 to 15 inches, they're promising, mm. of uh, wet, slushy snow. No need. Um, Someone's running a dishwasher. What is? It's a, it's a garage door going up below oh, me. That's yeah, you got that. a mute button on that to get yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I couldn't well, get it the the rumbly and the tumbly comes from Rob Ryersey there, uh, <laughs> uh, in uh, somewhere just outside of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Hey there. Happy 2023 to you. We uh, we have a little tradition in uh, in our family. Uh, my grandmother once um, on New Year's Day got a phone call. She picked up the phone. My mom called her, and oh, there it goes again. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what Vanessa's doing downstairs, but uh, she's so leaving the garage. <clears throat> the grandmother picked up the phone, and uh, she—it was New Year's Day. She went to say hello. Then she thought she ought to say Happy New Year, and she ended up saying Hell Happy New Year, uh, which for a family of people who you know don't swear. Um, that was, you know, high comedy. So we, we greet each other now with a hell happy new year on. Uh, oh, well, hell happy new year to you. Yeah. Thank you. And the clan, Dan, how are things over in Michigan? Uh, it's great. Great Christmas. Um, mm. we had that big snow. We got some snow tubes for the kids. Yeah. And so we, uh, we went sledding on those <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Snow tubes. Yeah, I, I don't know if. You guys are familiar. It's next level stuff. We uh, we were out on the slopes, and uh, there was some rookies with just classic sleds. And listen, yeah. the snow is too deep for a classic sled. You're just gonna plow into it. And you're not going anywhere. I was almost mm-hmm. embarrassed for the other dads out there. Yeah, right. Trying to shove right. their kids down these hills wasn't happening. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're just flying. Yeah. Now, what I, I have in- experienced. Is you get these nice big tubes, you go zipping down that hill. It's all the fun in the world. And then you have to walk back up the hill. And it's a uh, hell happy new year to everybody because it's so deep that, uh, you know, the, the tube allows you to accomplish something going down that you never want to accomplish walking back up. How did you deal with that? Did you have a snowblower out there like the classy dads and plow a snowblower uh, pathway so people could walk up comfortably and easily? No, you make. You know, you eventually get a packed down pathway up. You don't mm-hmm. you don't want to step on your your plowed slope though. You got yeah, a right. nice yeah. tube shaped mm-hmm. track you're mm-hmm. going down with a jump at the end. Yeah. Yep. And uh yeah. You don't when want I was to a youth pastor. When I was a youth pastor in Boston, took a group of teenagers for a uh, a winter retreat um in western Massachusetts in the Berkshire Mountains. And uh, <clears throat> some kids went and went skiing, and others went tubing. Uh, I was with a group that went tubing, and uh, we, you know, told the kids, "Hey, it's time to go." And this one of the guys in the youth group, this kid named Joel Lee, Joel said, "I want to go down one more time." I said, "Okay." And so he uh, he goes down the hill one more time, hits the jump. We ac- actually have a picture of the inner tube and Joel's feet and legs like up like this above the inner tube and uh he broke his arm uh, yeah on One the last, last trip jump of the day broken arm perfect yeah. 
Great time. Well, one of the things people love doing at the New Year's is uh, oh. looking back, as we will, on the big political news stories of 2022. And, no, uh, wanna... and a little dabble to the future as well. A little, yeah. little peek. Well, I, I do want to clarify. This is not uh, this is not the big political news stories of 2022. Sure. Because there were a lot of big things that happened. There were things, a lot of serious things that happened. There were the war in Ukraine, uh, the Dobbs decision, um, Paul Pelosi being attacked, you know, like so many really important things happened. Very important bills got passed uh, in yep. Congress and signed into law by our surprisingly effective president. Uh, you know, so many really serious and substantive things happened. That's not what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about the craziest things that happened because 2022 was uh, absolutely bizarre in the world of politics. Yeah. There was yeah. <laughs> just nutty, nutty things took place. And, uh, and amidst all the seriousness of everything, I thought it would be good to, uh, to take a look back and, uh, and maybe laugh a little bit, maybe make a little fun, be a little sarcastic yeah. and snarky. Um, but let's Going look at the, uh, yeah, the, the, the 22 craziest political stories of 2022. Uh, and I, I love a list. So Love a solid list. And starting at number 22, which number you know, 22. people are like, wow, you know, too bad this didn't happen in 2001. This would have been a much, uh, oh, yeah. much more much shorter podcast. Yeah. Bite-sizable. Yeah. All right. So 22 yeah. of these political stories and then three We're, predictions from each of us. So uh, buckle in, friends. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Here, here we go. Yeah. The 22 craziest political stories of 2022. Number 22 happened just last week. Coming in at the wire, uh, the uh, the interaction between Greta Thunberg <laughs> and uh, and Andrew Tate. Um, so Andrew Tate is someone I did not know who this person was before Same. this story yeah. broke. No. Never heard his name before. Apparently, he's a former kickboxer who had been booted off of Twitter for being, you know, a racist, sexist, horrible person, and uh, and came back to Twitter uh, as a result of the. Uh, Elon Musk reinstating horrible people to Twitter. And, uh, and he tweeted at Greta, who is, you know, a teenager who, um, has been a climate activist and, uh, has, you know, gained quite a reputation as a result of that. He tweeted at her that he has 33 cars and blah, blah, blah. You know, he's got, you know, uh, you know, yeah. he has very little care for the environment. So he tweets this at her out of the blue and she replies, Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at. Are we allowed to say this on the podcast? Um, sure. Yeah. Small dick I mean, energy at getalife.com. Um, you know, she just claps back, which is fantastic. And this would be amazing if this was the totality of the story. But what happened was that Andrew Tate replied to Greta with a video. And in that video, there was a pizza box from a place called Jerry's Pizza. And authorities so in Romania were able to use that video to locate where Andrew Tate was and arrest him for human trafficking for which he was wanted in Romania. Just so incredible. 
It's incredible. And of course, then Greta Thunberg replies with, uh, she sends out a tweet that says, uh, this is why you always need to recycle your pizza boxes. Just, <laughs> I just love the fact that here's a, you know, once again, here's a conservative, you know, and yes. conservatives are known for their, you know, all their talk about human trafficking and all their key all, conspiracies. Yeah. All of that stuff. And here's a conservative getting, uh, getting hauled away for, uh, for those very things. Yeah. Okay. And it so, just goes so Greta to show, has a, you don't mess with the younger millennials or Gen Z when it comes to burning people on the internet, like they're gonna win, you don't you don't play around with that. Especially if you have a warrant out for your arrest, you just lay low. I mean, th- these people are absolute absolute knuckleheads. Yep. All right, so that's number twenty-two. Number twenty-one is the Alex Jones trials. Uh, mm. These were um, absolutely amazing. Alex Jones was uh, tried for defamation um, by the parents of uh, Sandy Hook victims uh, because he claimed that, uh, um, you know, those uh, events were false flags and didn't actually happen. Horrific. And he ended up, um, I think, in all, through all the defamation trials that he lost in All the yeah. defamation trials that he lost in 2022, I think he, it's just under a billion dollars that he owes the, uh, wow. the parents of these of these students. Um, maybe the most remarkable thing that happened throughout the course of the, his trials was uh, his lawyer accidentally sent the entire contents yeah, of his phone yeah. to the prosecution. Um, and then when notified about it, by the prosecution saying, hey, uh, you shouldn't have given us all of these emails and all of these text messages. Um, his lawyer is like, nah, it's okay. Yeah. And of keep course those. we did. Yeah. <laughs> don't need them back. It's, it's like when you do one of those returns on Amazon and they're like, hey, that thing was so cheap. Don't even bother shipping it back. It's worth less <laughs> than the uh, than the shipping costs. Uh, Andrew, uh, Alex Jones uh, text messages. Now, we had thought, Rob, I remember when this story first came out, we had thought, Hey, we're going to find out some things out of those communications, mm-hmm. not only around January 6th, but all kinds of just, you know, yeah. skullduggery and no goodery going yeah. on with these guys. Has anything come of that? Do you know? Have you kept up on the, on the elections? Yeah. You know, I remember. So, as a part of the January 6th committee um, evidence in their report that they've released, um, there, there, I have some inkling that there was some communication between Alex Jones and Roger Stone um, mm-hmm. that was that was a part of that. But here's the thing. The January 6th commission ended up r- focusing with laser precision on Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah and, one thing. Yep. and, you know, they didn't veer away from that at all. And so while I think those text messages, you know, could certainly be of interest for all sorts of other people, uh, you know, Roger Stone in particular, um, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it, I don't think they probably didn't specifically play into Donald Trump's whereabouts and mindset. And so yeah, January yeah, 6th commission bad. just kind of ignored him. Yeah, we can, we can, we'll, we'll, we'll do some commentary on that in the future about all the things that should have been dealt with at that. Oh, and they, they only did sure. the, they only, they only did the one. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, you no. know, what I'm also shocked at on the Alex Jones thing. Just yeah. he's still on the radio. He's still on the internet. He's still producing content. How does someone who is now have a billion dollars worth of financial judgment have any capital 
to be doing the things and keeping his enterprise going. Like the whole purpose of this was to punish him to a point that he can't keep doing the harmful things that he's doing with the things that he's saying and the people he's riling up. And yet there he goes, just not missing a beat, this guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Number 20, Sarah Palin, two-time loser. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah Palin loses again. Uh, So there was a special election. Trump level uh, of competition. Yeah, special election (laughs) in Alaska to uh, replace their longtime uh, congressman. They've only got one congressman from Alaska, uh, so, you know, covers the whole state. And uh, and Sarah Palin ran um, in a very full special election um, as a result of ranked choice voting. Um, the Democrat in the race, uh, Mary Pelton, ended up winning that. Uh, it was only for a few months before uh, the November election took place, and uh, and it was once again. Um, Sarah Palin and Mary Pelton and some other guy, and uh, yeah, yeah, and Mary Pelton Amazing. won again. Sarah, Sarah yes. Palin. <laughs> um, I mean, this is a political star that has absolutely crashed. Totally, and and it's it's really rather shocking, actually, because you know, Alaska is not a a large population state, and yeah. you would think that someone with her pedigree and just name recognition and all could. But as it turns out, these Alaskans, and, I mean, they're paying attention, like electing Democrats and independents and everything up in that state is really a, a quirky, quirky bit of good. I, I don't know what this is going to mean. Do you think on the on the little celebrity make a video for people website that Sarah cameo? is on? Do you think, do you think, <laughs> cameo, do you think her, 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 her pricing has, has dropped? Like, do you think we could get her to do a little piece for us? <laughs> I, I, I think, think we, we definitely need to look into that for sure. What I'm bringing up, friends, uh, is that we we have a f- a friend of Vote Common Gooder who purchased for his parents who are into Sarah Palin a cameo greeting where she spent four minutes doing a personal video. I think for two hundred dollars to uh, to his parents, and then sent it to him. And he said that that's what they do on Cameo, and that's where Rudy Giuliani is that's and amazing. Sarah Palin making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Uh, doing these cameo videos for people. So if you're unfamiliar with that, Google it. It's rather remarkable that uh, celebrities of, of various, from various fields, uh, usually you, B, B-level celebrities, C-level celebrities. You know celebrities, who you don't cool. want a cameo message from? <laughs> Judge. Judy? Michael. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Ludding. <laughs> judge Michael Judge Michael Ludding. Oh. Like, uh, judge, I asked you for a 30-second one. You got out six words. Uh, and I just feel like oh. I should have paid per word and not per minute. Oh. For those unfamiliar with those pregnant pauses, take a listen. In the same way that they attempted to overturn the 20... 20- 20 election, but succeed in 2024 where they failed in 2020. He's speaking before Congress, before the special committee. I don't speak those words like hardly at all. (laughs) I would have never spoken those words quickly ever in my life. 
so and he's done. Okay, I think the clip the is done. I literally, we don't know I literally if that's the end of the video yes. or if he's pausing. Yes. I mean, I thought we, Dan lost power again. Is what I thought <laughs> yeah. happened, and it turned out it was just uh, Judge Ludig. Oh man! Wow. So when we were watching the January sixth commission and hearings, and, and we watched all of them, and uh, with mm-hmm. with great rapture, um, Judge Ludig was um, just absolutely captivating and horrifically difficult to listen to because unbelievable such a serious man taking his words so seriously pausing for so long in between phrases i mean i think there was we ended up having a counter where we were counting like timing his pauses (laughs) oh my goodness so hilarious one of the best things that happened in uh, in 2022 was uh was this judge and his glorious answers to questions. Ah, so great. What are we on? 19, 18, number 18, number 18, Madison Cawthorn. Mm, This guy, remember that guy, this guy did not have a good 2020. This guy in particular, (laughs) this guy had a bad year. Uh, Madison Cawthorn, one of the youngest Congress people ever elected uh, from the state of North Carolina lost in the Republican primary to uh, an equally MAGA type of guy, but one who, uh, you know, hadn't upset all of his colleagues. Madison Cawthorn, you might remember in 2022, um, said, you know, he revealed that he had been invited by um, Republican lawmakers to uh, cocaine-fueled orgies in uh, Washington, D.C. Right. And uh, and as a result, I would suggest, uh, in retaliation, Madison Cawthorn had um, videos of him dressed in drag, um, videos of him, or pictures of him dressed in drag, uh, videos of him, you know, uh, simulating having sex with his cousin, um, you know, all sorts of stuff. Unbelievable. You know, all sorts of stuff hit, and he lost his primary as a result of it. I remain convinced that all of that came from the Republicans, not from the Democrats. And uh, it was, you know, retaliation. The establishment wanting to get rid of Madison Cawthorn. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're all rid of him now. And and again, the the mo- he's one of those super conservatives. Plays in that QAnon world. Plays in the whole perversion of American culture is the problem, and you need to elect us to return in, uh, you know integrity to the. And these people are just up to all kinds of nonsense and <laughs> stupidity and ridiculousness. It is it is just shocking how often uh this this kind of thing goes on you know some guy goes around is like i'm too i'm so morally pure and these people are inviting me to come do all this bad stuff like just be quiet about it because you know your own life <laughs> there were photographers and videographers and you were recording yourself doing the very things that you're trying to tell people not to do and just over and over People pull this stuff in in politics. That's just uh, it, it. It really is the craziest uh, part of the the whole the whole deal. And so often just it's just projection, over over. like trying to cover what you're doing by pointing at others. Yes, that was a page out of Trump's playbook. Always, it's like the, the, I think they're doing crimes over there. 
Yes, right. It turns out he's the one doing that exact crime. Right, I think they're perverting the FBI while he perverts the I, FBI. Um, I think they're think trying that, to steal an election while he's trying to steal an election. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the fall of, I mean, we talked about the fall of Sarah Palin, but the fall of Madison Cawthorn as, yeah. you know, here was a rising star within the Republican Party. And, you know, somebody turned against him. And, you know, I think it was Kevin McCarthy and the Republican establishment turn against him and boom, he's gone. You know, yep. just, yep. A, you know, just gone. So, and, and frankly, good riddance. Number Fair 17. Well. This is a big one. Who would have ever dreamed? One of the craziest political things to happen in 2022. How about vote common good on the front page <laughs> of... The New York Times. How about yeah, that? Yeah, how, yeah, about, right. how about and, Rob and, Ryersey in and particular? Dietrich? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mostly <laughs> Rob Ryersey, but a little bit of Dan Dietrich hiding behind Tin Ryan's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, there it is. If you haven't you haven't seen it yet, just Google "Vote Common Good" and uh, Tim Ryan and you'll, New York Times, and you'll see it. But if you're watching on the video, which we hope you are, even if you only listen to the podcast, you go over to watch the video version of all this. Uh, there it is. Uh, the cover of the New York Times talking about how Tim Ryan. He's the Ohio senator, um, and uh, you know it's going to really make waves. And so, yep, there we were, stumping for the fella, and uh, made a nice little event for him. It really turned out, really turned out great. Yeah. And we got a little, and, uh, we got a little recognition. Yeah, and not just on, uh, not just on the front page of the New York Times, but also on CBS this morning as well. We there and featuring, uh, you know, there was me and Dan, and right next to uh, Tim Ryan and. Doug, you were in that, and Nick Brock, yeah. and you know our, yeah, our whole team, which was uh, you know, it was yeah. a lot of fun. Super. Next great. time, let's uh, next time let's pick a winner, though, should we? Let's let's pick a guy that's gonna. Oh man, gonna, if 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 we could have gotten anybody to win, Tim Ryan. Would I know, on the list. man, what a guy. I All know. right, it breaks still so, breaks my heart. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's move on from the uh, from the ridiculous to the even more ridiculous 2022 was the year of um candy footwear the, the <laughs> candy shoes footwear the actually shoes it sounds like worn, a great idea the shoes worn by m&ms this was a year where it was dominated by the shoes worn by m&ms first of all we had you know um uh Tucker Carlson absolutely freaking out as the Mars company um, decided that they wanted to change the footwear that the brown M&M character wears from, uh, you know, some heels to some comfortable flats. And and Tucker Carlson absolutely freaked out at this, like, this de-sexifying of the... Because Tucker likes his sexy candy. Why you got to yeah. take that? The woke <laughs> liberal mob has taken everything just, from him. Just can't leave a guy with his sexy candy. <laughs> and why M&M's, again, are so affiliated with sexy things from the, the green ones to these is still a, a mystery. The thing I don't understand is this headline, which we're looking at, which is a screenshot of, of course, Fox News and Tucker Carlson with that painful look on his face that he often has when the world does not seem to comport with his understanding. The... Banner on the bottom says candy in sexy shoes is highly offensive. <laughs> I, I don't know which is more weird that candy normally doesn't 
have wear, feet. Wear shoes. Or shoes. <laughs> but that shoes are sexy or not? What, what foot fetish is going on where <laughs> the shoe is seen as sexy? Like, what yeah. kind of world of, of association is somebody going with that somehow whites that have a, a narrowing, you know, stiletto heel are considered sexy? And is he saying that he wants them more sexy or they're too sexy? I actually don't care. The idea that he's that the <laughs> shoes are care. sexy uh, are, are just really it's it's yeah. it's absolutely stunning. And if I don't know, Dan, do you have any comments on about Tucker? I have plenty, but I'll I'll leave them to you. If just just what do you thought? This is all the footwear candy footwear stories we could handle like the, yeah you the, think you're and, done at this point you think you're done but you're not you remember the uh you know the terrible uh, <laughs> hurricane that happened in uh in florida and ron DeSantis shows up the governor of florida shows up to um visit some of the areas affected by that and uh wearing a pair of boots that led to many people pointing <laughs> out that they looked exactly like the boots that the green M&M wears. Uh, yes. What a he, year. Just, what a year for M&M footwear. I mean, when, when Ron DeSantis came out in that outfit, which, we, again, we're showing you, and you really ought to look it up, or maybe it's just seared into your memory and you can go back, and he's walking the streets and shaking hands with law enforcement who are there to, you know, make make a way for the people in, the, in their struggles uh, in this, this terrible uh, hurricane. And he has his jeans on that that frankly i know look jeans are tough for a lot of people to buy it's hard to find a, a proper fitting pair of jeans ron DeSantis is still on the hunt for a, a proper fitting pair of jeans <laughs> so they don't fit him anywhere in his cut properly but then they go into a pair of nearly knee-high white rubber boots white rubber boots there's a lot of people who do their jobs wearing rubber boots. This is this is a common work uh, tool that people use. Rarely are they white. Uh, rarely, um, I, and uh, it's post Labor Day too, so that's just troubling. And he's and he's wearing these he's wearing these white boots, and then you just keep going through the outfit all the way up to the to the the vest, uh, the t you know the. Uh, the, the entire outfit, and this is the guy that people are so terrified is going to be elected the next president of the United States. Yeah. It just yeah. not a not a fashion sense or a common good sense in the world out of this Ron DeSantis character. This really it's, could it's really shocking. Be the image that ruins his political career because it yeah. should be, it should be, <laughs> oh. and and how shocking he does look, just like the Eminem. I mean, the body shape, the um, the the yeah. arms, and um, you know, yeah, the sleeves was, rolled up. It's just an incredible uh, yeah. mix. But even the even the fake candy, uh, you know, that doesn't have a waist. Um, somehow looks better in the white in the white boots than uh, than than the. And this is what gets me about all of these stories that we're going to come up with. There are people around all of these elected officials. Yeah. They have staff and teams of people. Yeah, yeah. And someone said, "Someone did." Yes, Governor. Dirty. That. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, how much this... do your staff have to hate you if they're like, 
That's, you're good to go. Yeah. This picture, this picture Waddle launched, your way down the road there. This picture launched a dozen amazing memes. Um, you know, the, the green M&M being one of them, the just Dallas incredible. cowboy cheerleader, um, you know, <laughs> just fantastic. The uh, Oompa Loompa, wonderful. Yes. The yeah. person that, that, photoshopped and i wish i had these kinds of skills photoshopped the boots to be like thigh length absolutely amazing (laughs) i mean just just i love like when i it's just so hilarious this is what like twitter is the best for moments like this when ron desantis shows up wearing the green m&m's boots Oh, it's just goodness. truly, truly amazing. So I mean, I mean what a story. Uh, so great. Yeah. Number 15, the United Kingdom um, went through some prime ministers this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> three? <laughs> Liz, three? Yeah. Yeah. Boris Johnson uh, resigned. I don't even know how this system exactly works. Did the queen kick him out? I don't know what what mm. happened. I don't know how, how all of it works. Um, but Boris Boris Johnson, uh, the Donald Trump of England, um, the Donald left Trump the, of England, the the prime ministership, and he was replaced by Liz Truss. Who? Oh, that lasted. was her name. I'd totally forgotten her name. Literally, I had couldn't to remember it, it. Right? I had okay. to my initial notes. I had UKPM, uh. and I did, couldn't remember because she lasted a total of seventy eight days as yeah. prime minister of England. And really screwed things up in 78 days. Like her choice of this this tax cut and spending plan just really caused caused problems. That is hard to do. Uh, usually mm. somebody gets 100 days at this in this kind of role for someone to really make their accomplishments uh, felt. In 78, she was did such uh, such damage that uh, even the conservatives in in uh england and in the in the in the uk parliament said no no you gotta you gotta go you're 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 that bad you're just just horrible at this at this job it's it's i'm sure it's a hard job but it can't be that hard it it can't can't be less than 80 days hard you know that you can't can't stick it out yeah i I, who who is it now do you even know who the prime minister is no that that was the next thing i was going to say i'm at the point now i could not name the prime minister of the united kingdom no do they, they have, have one? one now? Yeah, or do they? <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> and yeah, it's a, uh, it's the first. It's the first. <laughs> do they have one? It's the first prime minister of color. It's a. Uh, it's uh, a a guy I think of of Indian descent. Is I that think. so? No huh. kidding. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe we can get him on the yeah. show. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that same thing, by the way, is sort of going on right now as uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy is trying to become the leader of McCarthyism in the house of representatives here and is having a hard time getting him, getting him own self elected. So 2023 could be riddled oh. with the second shortest leadership of a political body, uh, man in yeah. the history. But of we're, we haven't gotten to the predictions yet. Number 14, um, number 14. Mm-hmm. So the great defection from the democratic party, uh, as two stalwart leaders of the democratic party, uh, just quit. And decided uh, we're not going to be part of this anymore. Uh, Kristen Cinema, senator from Arizona, and uh, former Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii, quitting the Democratic Party because it's too radical. It's too it. 
there's to problem non wacky. Yeah. It, what, what, what is listen, Tulsi Gabbard's reason? I can't remember. Was she, was it too conservative or too liberal for her? Too liberal. Which, which, too liberal. She's too, now, she now fills in for Tucker on when he's, uh, when he's away. Yeah. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. And she went on to, um, to endorse in the primary, um, or in the elections, a number of, uh, MAGA Republican types and wow. just the full, move of Tulsi Gabbard from being a real hero of progressives. There were, you know, back, you know, when, when Bernie Sanders lost, there was a lot of, there was a whole run Tulsi run movement that came out of the Bernie Sanders movement. Yeah. Also uh, not a Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. But of people who, you know, strong progressives Mm -hmm. who wanted Tulsi Gabbard to run for president and uh, and she still might, but it might. It's likely to be in the Republican. Uh, yeah, because she ran. She ran, and she she was right. She was in the primaries in 2019. Yeah, and joined by Kristen Cinema, who became an independent. Um, you know, leaving yeah. the the Democratic Party, but she allegedly is going to re- continue to caucus with the Democrats throughout sure. the yeah. uh, as throughout as non as non Democrats. Uh, often do when they uh, are part of the democratic party, but not Democrats. That's, that's a pretty common thing. Bernie Sanders being the most, the most famous, but you know, uh, representative or Senator King as well. This is a thing they do. And you, you know, what's shocking when Tulsi Gabbard and Kirsten Sinema, uh, were Congress people together, they were both super progressives. Like mm-hmm. they have become less progressive politically I don't think socially. I think they're both still super socially progressive, but politically no. conservative. No, Tulsi has a reputation of um, being a bit of a turf. I think. Hmm. Think she's sort of into legalization of all manner of things. I think that you know it could be that place that Vendai or that that that. Uh, you go right so far in the libertarian world that you actually end up over on the progressive side of the of the of the circle. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, she she might be one of those, but I think that's partly why she was such a such a a fan or so, so fanned by so many of the progressives. Because, yeah. but I, look, I, what do I know? I don't, I don't keep up on my former Hawaii uh, representatives and Fox News hosts. I I could yeah. be speaking out of school here. Yeah. Totally. But it's it's really great to see that, you know, when a political party has been radicalized, that there is a mass exodus from it of <laughs> principled leaders. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, Bernie Sanders was never a Democrat. He was always an independent-minded person that chose to caucus. So I don't I don't know why you have to be hard on yeah. people that no, no, you're, you're speaking of you're speaking of Kirsten Cinema. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, that's, yeah. that's my well, listen. Let's talk about someone that we wish was a former congresswoman, uh, Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green from Georgia um, gave us one of the most amazing videos of all time uh, during uh, during 2022. Dan, do we have this video queued up and ready to go? Here it is. Not only do we have the D.C. jail, which is the D.C. gulag, but now we have Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police spying on members of Congress, (laughs) spying on the legislative work that we do, spying on our staff, and spying on American citizens that want to come talk to their representatives. This government has turned into something it was never meant to be, and it's time to make it end. Oh, I'm going to have to play (laughs) Yeah, if, oh, if, if she's Gaspacho she's trying to make <laughs> she's trying to, again the conservative uh, people, which we will revisit this theme in a moment, who confuse their 
their food references uh, is but in and of itself But now we have Nancy offensive. Pelosi's gazpacho police. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't know if you're more offended because she doesn't know the word difference between Gestapo and gazpacho, uh, or that she's choosing to somehow, again, downplay the Gestapo. Yeah. And what they did or, in the extermination of, you know, and their participation in the extermination of millions of, of Jews in Germany. Yeah. And the content of what she's accusing Nancy Pelosi of is really offensive, too. Yes. Nancy Pelosi is not monitoring her political opponents in some, like, yes. you know, secret police kind of way. Like, come on. Yeah. Right. Come right. On. It's it's just she is just stunningly bad. And and it's only the the ridiculousness of, you know, not being able to say Gestapo and saying gazpacho um that really makes you just remember she is not a serious person and she has enormous amount of influence on things that have a lot of serious consequence to people. And that's that's just the confusing, confusing space of so many I mean, of the ridiculous nature of so much of this is just, there are many serious people in the world that have very uh, aggressive ideas that they're putting forth through our culture and society and making a lot of consequence for a lot of people. And then there's, you know, the Ron DeSantis's and the Madison Cawthorns and the Marjorie Taylor Greens and, and look, and a bunch of misspeakers on, on Democratic sides as well, for sure. You know, that's not the only one, but she's just something else. Yeah. And sitting there in her own little hostage video uh, set up, you know, with the with the curtain behind her and the the and the flags is just a a, a very unbecoming, uh, you know, look. Well, yeah. and the thing is, this is all funny until it's not because. In the mm -hmm. midst of, we're laughing about her misspeaking, but she's stoking fears against Nancy Pelosi, and then it turns into real-life violence. Yep. So this yep, is sure. making a boogeyman, and then uh, people take it seriously because she's a sitting congresswoman, and then yes. they go out and do real-world violence. Real-world real, yeah. real things. She doesn't, yep. but they do. Yep. Yep. For sure. She's, For sure. Oh, yeah. Marjorie, so, uh, Marjorie, uh, Marjorie, Marjorie, Marjorie. Can I admit something to you? Um, <laughs> yes, please. I'm not sure I know what gazpacho is. <laughs> oh, it's the. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah. Clearly, I know uh, it's not the name of the Nazi secret police. It's, but, it's, but. <laughs> it's the chopped up uh, the tomatoes and little little salsa like mix. Is that, uh, is that not right? Gazpacho, I gazpacho recipe. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody in the comments could explain to us what gazpacho <laughs> is. Uh, oh my goodness! So, uh, coming out of the January six hearings, um, it's a I'm cold so soup drink made of raw blended vegetables, chopped up little. Mm. I always Thank think you. about it as sort of a chopped up tomatoes. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. often eaten in Spain and Portugal, particularly during the summers. Oh, okay. I would have guessed cold, it. Cold Italy. soup. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, coming out of the January 6 hearings, um, there were so many really amazing things. One of the most amazing things was the juxtaposition of S Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. You'll remember mm. him as the uh, the guy with his fist up yes. uh, signaling to the uh, 
people surrounding the Capitol that he was, you know, strong and on their side. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, gloriously, the January 6th committee uncovered um, security footage of Josh Hawley right after learning that uh, the Capitol had been breached by these people that he had signaled to with his fist. Um, and, and this is what he did. There he goes. He's running. (laughs) A fairly urgent clip. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But all these people that were like, it was just a tourist day. it, It wasn't anything. These, this is the people's house and they just, Walked in the building. Then you get images like this of them running for their lives because the Capitol has been breached by an angry mob. Yes. (laughs) So disingenuous. Oh, Josh. So funny to see him. Yeah. In I, I could just watch this on a loop unendingly. <laughs> if you're if you're just listening, you, you have to look it up just to watch it again. I know you saw it earlier in the year, but man, it's so uh, great. And and one of the great things about it is that the select committee to, uh, investigating the January sixth insurrection chose to point this out. There was a lot of video. They were doing a thing, and, and it was almost their own little aside. Oh, and by the way, you know. Um, the last, you know, the 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 image of someone holding their fist up in the air Tough for a lot of us flashes Holly. back to 1968 in Mexico in a Black Power statement, you know, on the Olympic podium uh, with the fist up and the and the glove on, replaced by Josh Hawley doing it to the insurrectionists, uh, and then running for his life. That the select committee decided, let's be sure people see this. Let's let's make sure that we. <laughs> <laughs> that we, uh, you know, take a take a take a moment and just remember uh, how scared some of the members of of the of the, the Senate were on that on that particular day. And what he's not who he's not running with is his staff or the employees that work for him. He's not he's not, he didn't like get them all together and be like let's all no he he ran on his own uh, just himself. just abandoned ship. And uh, or may, may, maybe he's running into to harm's way. Maybe that's, that's what he's probably what maybe he's that's doing, what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. what his presidential campaign will someday say is, "Oh no, Senator Hawley was was running toward the the toward police the who were being tased mm-hmm. and beaten with flagpoles and jammed into doorways." Uh, he was going to help them, but but I think in that view of the hallway, he's running away. Yeah, number eleven, the former president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Um, Posted on Truth Social, his uh, his Twitter like social media platform, that uh, the Constitution should be terminated. I don't <laughs> like. I mean, just literally, he said, "Let let's throw that out." It's yeah, inconvenient. Yeah. Uh, we got to get rid of it. Uh, you got to get rid of even the important things because there's such a travesty that maybe we should even terminate uh, the Constitution in order to to make things right. It's just an amazing, amazing. Um, it's just lead. such a like a a clear terrible like wannabe dictator. This is step one. Yes. Like, oh, we're gonna suspend all the rules uh, until we get this figured out. 
And, and look, I mean, I know this is like the kind of thing you would do in a, you know, which is worse and there, there's never a good outcome to that, but which is worse? Let's ask ourselves this, that we suspend the constitution or have a fraudulent election. If you had to choose between those two, you go with the fraudulent election, right? All in all, you don't say, oh, we had a fraudulent election and let's add on top of that, we now don't have a constitutional republic. <laughs> let's suspend <laughs> the Constitution. That would be even worse. It, it's just so incredible. And and he won't he won't really pay any uh, any price for it, uh, other than you know it just sort of uh, piling on with the people, especially the Republicans who said we just got to we just got to be done with this guy. You know, three time uh, uh, loser is not what we want in the presidential. Yeah presidential yeah. campaign. And I and I just want to go ahead and I, I'd like to read the whole uh truth post to everybody. Give us the oh. truth, Rob. Truthy. Truthy it up. This is this is truth from Donald J. Trump. So with the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception in working closely with big tech companies, the DNC and the Democrat Party, do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Our great founders did not want and could not condone false and fraudulent elections. Founders in quotes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Our founders. I don't know why that cracks me up, too. Um, oh, my gosh. Just the... Terminate the uh, portions of the Constitution. It's just amazing. Just uh, amazing. And he wrote it. He, again, this isn't somebody who said it off the cuff. This isn't somebody who said yeah. it in an interview and sort of was talking over himself or kind of No, he, he sat there with his little thumbs on his little uh, Android keyboard and typed those things in. Yeah. And yeah. then looked at it and said, Yeah, truth it. Send yep. truth it up. Two days later, he truthed this. <laughs> The fake news is actually trying to convince the American people that I said I wanted to terminate the Constitution. <laughs> this is simply more disinformation and lies. <laughs> and, and he didn't Pay take no down the previous the one. Previous. Just scroll up. Oh. There it is. That's what's incredible about this stuff. Because you could ask someone, like, hey, what do you think of uh, Trump yeah. saying you should get rid of the Constitution so he can be president? Oh, he didn't really mean that. That's yeah. taken out of context. No, that was the context, and that was his exact words. Yeah. Those were the words. Well, did he say terminate? Did he say suspend? What What no, was he, the word he used? Terminate. 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 All rules, regulations, articles, even those in the Constitution. Even Terminate. 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 Well, listen, we've hit the that that's the that's the halfway point. Um, pretty oh, exciting boy. stuff. Let's, uh, let's head into <laughs> hang the, in there, uh, Kimberly. Hang in there, Alex. Hang in there, Kev Joe. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna head into the top ten. Here we go. Number All ten, right. craziest political story of wow, twenty twenty two. He, the uh, the yeah. artist formerly known as Kanye West, um, l launched a presidential campaign. Oh, that's um, a great one. Praised Hitler. And asked Donald Trump to be his running mate. 
just <laughs> as Donald Trump to be that's the second greatest I think I'm gonna ask someone to be my running mate story I know and the other one will keep between us Oh, amazing. Uh, Look, if your goal was to stay in the headlines, uh, Yi was doing it somehow. Oh, yeah. And just one after the other. Just you thought it couldn't get any wilder. And he's like, no, I'm going to invite Nick Fuentes, a, an avowed white supremacist, to the White House for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm start hanging out with that Milo guy. And oh, whose answer, this is, this is Trump, by, by the way, whose then answer is... I didn't know who he was, <laughs> right? Which is his classic thing. You know, he'll say this at some point about Don Jr. Like, no, that guy when he goes to jail. I, <laughs> but I barely that? knew. He lived in my house. He, he stayed in my house barely for a while. I coffee. barely knew. He's the guy who picked up the car. <laughs> he was he was the the kid that I paid for uh, Boy Scout dues out of the charity. Oh that's all. Gosh. That's that was the last I got to know that guy. If you are a presidential candidate, if you are the former president of the United States, if you are a billionaire, why are you having dinner with people that you don't know who they are? Listen. Just at a basic level, like that excuse, I didn't know who the guy was. Are it you was so lonely it was that you don't dinner. know who the people <laughs> at your Thanksgiving meal are? I mean, I know some people who eat Thanksgiving meals with strangers. Uh, that happens on occasion. Uh, we've had some people over for our Thanksgiving sure. meals, you know, somebody. And our kids are like, I don't even know who that guy is over there. I knew who they were because it was my house and I invited him. Donald Trump doesn't know who the people are that he's having dinner with. That honestly could be as disqualifying as, no, the person you're having dinner with there is an avowed white supremacist. And at that dinner, Kanye West asked Donald Trump to be his running mate. To be his running mate. It's just incredible. And I don't even know if we got an official answer, if the answer was 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 no or not. I mean, maybe it's, you know, I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Um, um, so he also, he also he, went on, on, I believe it was the Alex Jones show, um, wearing uh, yep, a full mask. Right. Have you seen this that look that he has where he wears a full mask? No. Yeah. Like no eye over his mouth no, or like a no face soul, mask? No, over his whole head, like a hood. Um, and, uh, wearing the full hood, uh, the full mask praised Hitler. And like, hang on, he wore like a KKK hood? No, it's, no, it's like a fashion thing that he does now. I don't know, Dan, is Dan scrambling to find a picture? Um, (laughs) I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell what it is. It's just like a black ski mask without the holes cut in it so you can see. Yeah. So so he can't see out of it. I don't. I. I don't know, Doug. I don't okay. know. You're asking me questions. You don't know. Well, you answer. brought this up. <laughs> I thought I you'd just... seen a, pic- you'd seen a picture or something. No, I, I no. The crazy thing is that it's not that he was You're wearing asking a- me questions about the thing I'm telling you about. He had a hood over his head. Uh, really? Okay. It's that he said that Hitler invented the microphone and paved roads. He That's did. Right. Well, he apparently, paved. he did. He did pave. He did. He did move to to pave roads so that he could move military equipment and move uh, millions of people quickly across the country to put them into intermination camps. Yeah. Here it is. <sighs> oh, holy moly! And let's see again the rubber boots. Uh, yeah, they're I was not say, white. The boots. They're not the white. He's got the Ron DeSantis boots, but in black. You, so a little more. you have trouble. You have trouble finding. 
finding the white boots. Uh, even even ye couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't come up with the with the white rubber boots. It, just an incredible outfit. Oh. I Thank you, this is just 2022. Thank you. That just, how long uh, does a guy yeah. like this honestly stay in the purview of being taken seriously? Like how 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 long does well, it, no one's it, taken it him on? seriously anymore, right? Like well, he gets he news stories and coverage, and you know, yeah. we're talking about him. Like somehow, when does yeah, it he just made, he made our stop. top ten? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he made some watch. If you go back to into the previous yeah. uh, headline, named anti semite of the year by Watchdog Group. What Watchdog Group has an anti semite of the year category? Like, <laughs> yeah, that does seem like a little. <laughs> what like... is that? <laughs> Who's the Watchdog Group that has? These are awards you don't want to win. Yeah. No, this is awards oh. you don't want to be giving. Uh, you know, somebody's like, "Hey, we what? What are we going to do about the anti semite of the year? Are, do, are, are, do, do we have a do, do we have a, a couple of couple of people in that in that list? Man. Wow. <clears throat> uh, really let's a, uh, let's really move on charm. to number nine. One of the one of the greatest things that's ever happened in the history of politics. Dan hit it. I do some grocery shopping. I'm at Wegner's, and I, my wife wants some vegetables for crudite, right? So, broccoli, <laughs> that's two bucks. For a, a, a crudite. There's some asparagus, that's four dollars. Yep. Carrots, that's four more dollars. That's ten dollars of vegetables there. And then, grocery you need some guacamole, that's four dollars more. And she loves salsa. Yeah, there's salsa there. So if you don't know, this $6. is Dr. Oz, the former TV doctor. Guys, that's $20 for crudite, and this doesn't include the tequila. I mean, that's outrageous. And we got Joe Biden to thank for this. <laughs> it's $20 for the crudite, and we have Joe Biden to thank for this. Oh, and that doesn't even include the tequila. Like, the tequila <laughs> part is... Okay, so let's break this down a little bit. First of yeah. all, there is not a grocery store in Pennsylvania known as Wegner's. No, um, he mispronounced the name of the store. There's a, there's a Reggie's and there's a Wegmans, but there's not a Wegner's. Wegner's doesn't know no. what he's not in a Wegmans there. That's not no the set because he doesn't live there. Right, right. Number two, um, you know, I admitted earlier I wasn't exactly sure what gazpacho was. I got to admit, uh-huh. uh, before 2022, I'm not sure I would have known what crudite was. Nope. Alex, what's a crudite? Could you uh, could you give us a Alex a, is our, is our new producer. The, like the rest of us would call it a veggie tray. The <laughs> <a> veggie tray. <laughs> um, Especially in... Who puts asparagus on a veggie tray? Can we talk oh, about we, that? You're just going to gnaw yeah. on some raw asparagus? No, you're going to steam that thing and you're going to keep it crunchy and it's just not right delicious. Good, you know, the, the one thing he does have going for him is a, a, a well-prepared like asparag- well like asparag- piece of asparagus. Yes, I Real love classic. asparagus. You don't put it on a veggie tray. <laughs> you only have it on the side with your steak and the potatoes. No, yes, you cook I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a right. Yeah. Tray, a veggie tray. You got your baby carrots. You got your sliced uh, 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 celery. You got your mini um, your your mini uh, tomatoes peppers. Sometimes you, you get, get those tomatoes. Uh, no one eats Come on, Judge yeah, Letting. Baby tomatoes. Yes, yeah, some, some some cherry tomatoes. Um, you know, yeah. you got you got the little tub of ranch in the middle. 
And well, I think what you're describing is a veggie tray and not a crudite. No. That is the difference. The crudite <laughs> has a lightly steamed asparagus. Uh, hey, here, here's the other thing. What can is, we um, talk about asparagus with salsa? I, what, that what makes, this combination of things makes zero sense to me. <laughs> what is what are you dipping in the salsa? What are, yeah, what, what are you dipping my wife in the likes guacamole? Salsa. Are you putting carrots in the guacamole? <laughs> what are you dipping in the salsa? <laughs> <laughs> you got, yeah, apparently the tequila. Yeah. What is what is former television uh Dr. Oz suggesting? We should pay farmers less money for the work of growing vegetables? Yeah. I don't think this is an argument you want to win, right? I think you 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 don't want to be saying, "Hey, the vegetables are way too expensive. Uh, we need to do everything we can to elect me to the Senate so we can start paying less for our vegetables," <laughs> because so many right. people, primarily farmers, have been saying for years, "We're not paid enough." for the crops that we have to produce. And here's this guy talking about the crudite and how he doesn't want to have to pay these kinds of going prices. Like the level to which this is a terrible idea is almost unimaginable. The wrong name, the wrong collection of food. I think if you add it up, the pricing doesn't even come to only $20. And his solution is pay less for vegetables. Just really... Well, yeah, and uh, how how did Joe Biden do this? Like, farming is actually one of the most socialized areas of our economy. We subsidize yes. almost every type of crop. And so, what what do you want to do here, Oz? You want to nationalize all the farms? That's like, right. What's the and solution? <laughs> unionize the farmers and drive down their pay. That's what you're going to do, <laughs> Doctor Oz. For Senate. But my and favorite Alex thing Rumi is we spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania during the mm -hmm. election cycle, crisscrossing the state, talking to a lot of voters there. And these are salt of the earth people. Right. There's a lot of like, you know, gritty steel towns like Pittsburgh. And there's yeah. no one that says words like crudite. <laughs> no. And this guy drops in from a different state. No, doesn't know the the people. Doesn't understand the culture. Just the name of the grocery store. The name of the grocery stores. It's just unbelievable. Um, but it's but amazing. as Alex reminds us in the chat that a, a crudite does include all manner of vegetables: broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, snap peas, uh, tomatoes, cucumbers, radishes. Which again, radish in a collection of vegetables is just a real. That's a that's a real statement in and of itself. But uncooked, um, right? These are raw vegetables. Green beans, right? endive. I don't know what endive is. Do you do you know endive? Is that a, is that a vegetable? I I, I don't. I wasn't, I wasn't. I was raised <laughs> on radishes, but not endive. A lot of new new stuff for me. Uh, well, whatever it is, they should stop paying endive farmers what they're paying them because this this yeah. uh, this endive <laughs> this pricing is, is just just killing us. Oh, raw. Uh, you have you only have them raw. Alex says. Um, uh, all right, where were we at? Number nine. Amazing, amazing. Uh, Number eight. Oh, number eight. That was number, number eight. eight. Okay. Yeah. Donald Trump's NFTs. <laughs> how is that number number one? How is that? Remember? <laughs> remember that? What remember when he know? had the lasers Trump, coming out of his eyes? Donald Trump said he was going to have a major announcement, um, which, you know, sent people 
you know, reeling, wondering what that major announcement was going to be. Um, was it that he was going to run for Speaker of the House? No. Turns out, no, that wasn't it. Was it that he was going to drop out of his presidential campaign? No, no. Yeah, no, no. Was, not yet. You know, all the, like, what was the major announcement? The major announcement was his digital trading cards. No <laughs> more popularly as... No, they, I mean, they make excellent gifts. Known more popularly as NFTs, um, non-fungible tokens. And, and listen, as a, as a person, as a person who's and dabbled, I, I run the risk of being uh, mocked. mocked. You will not be mocked. This. So you, you, this is a safe place for you. You are welcome I'm not, I'm not, I'm not to share sure whatever. The case. Uh, as a person who finds the whole NFT world pretty interesting, and have you know dabbled a bit in it throughout 2022. Um, <laughs> See, you're an NFT Donald Trump ruins everything. He ruins everything. <laughs> and, oh, and as, as it turns one? out, um, there's one of his NFTs I, that shows him in a tuxedo that if you Google the word tuxedo, it's <laughs> his head has been superimposed on the very first Google image that comes up. Uh, I mean, yes. like, Perfect. Like this is uh, bad it's Photoshop. Just, it's bad Photoshop. I mean, and here's the worst part of it: he sold every single one and made something like four point five million dollars. Yes, no, he didn't. He his own people bought him with his own money. It's my theory. Uh, here's the thing that really shocked me about this as well: when you purchase one of the non fungible tokens, uh, known as a digital trading card which is an image they're going to send you on your computer or your tablet device. You don't get to pick which image you get. Did you know that? No, you just send them the money and they send you one. You don't get to say, I want Trump tower with the lasers coming out. You don't get to say, I want the cowboy one, the one where he's riding on the elephant or the one where, you know, he's, he's in the fighter pilot suit. They decide which one you're going to get. Can you imagine spending $199 on a on a crappy photoshopped image of Donald Trump? And then you're like, oh, I didn't want that one. I wanted the other one. You don't even get to choose. Like, it is such an insanely bad idea. And, of course, his own people, in my view, took money, bought the bought these, and now are reselling them on a secondary market and trying to, trying to gin up a... a a scam around the whole thing, which is true of a lot of the non-fungible. <laughs> uh, it's true of a lot of the NFTs is that they're they're in they're being boosted up by an internal purchasing service. It's it's sort of you know like what concert tickets were for a while, where you know the second they go on sale, they're purchased by resellers. Yeah. That's why a it's lot book, of these these things too. are yeah book yeah, book publishing, publishing and all that. You know, and they um, know that they that the Trump kids did that with their own books. Like that's actually yeah. documented that yeah. that's what they did to get themselves on the Many, bestseller list. Many of the bestsellers in the Christian world are pastors whose yep. churches buy their books. Yes, yeah, to, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's just a whole way you gain the system. <laughs> this 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 one is actually uh, that's fantastic. Wow, it's another. Just, have you watched yeah. the boys? Have you yeah, watched that's the what show I was going to talk about. <laughs> I just put up no. on the screen uh, an image from the show The Boys, which is also a comic series, and it's uh, the main superhero in this show is called Homelander. And he shoots lasers from his eyes, just like this Trump image. So just sort of cops from the boys. But the thing is, in the boys, Homelander is the most horrible, evil villain. (laughs) 
<laughs> He's like, the bad guy. Ah. He is the bad guy. Just the epitome of corrupt, like evil. So funny. Oh, let's keep and going. Do, and, do you remember, seven. and do you remember? And hang on, what, just, just one more comment. Do you remember during the announcement of this? He's like, and if you buy four thousand dollars worth of these, you get put into a a drawing. Oh, yeah, one a of drawing. the things you could win is dinner with me. Uh, and I'm not sure. Yeah, because you literally have dinner with the anti-Semite <laughs> of the year and a white nationalist, and you don't literally know who they are. Like, you've devalued dinner with you <laughs> to a point that even you say, as he did, I'm not sure that's really all that great of a deal. No, it's not this, that great of a deal. You could have dinner more. with Donald Trump for far <laughs> less than $4,000 and, a, you know, a gigabyte of crappy are Photoshop we, photos. Are we Unbelievable. sure Unbelievable. Are we sure that ye didn't buy all of them? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Okay. No, we're not. Number seven. Yeah, we're just Will gonna... we ever forget Herschel Walker? Who? Oh, you ever oh, watch yeah. a stupid movie late at night, hoping you're going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because <laughs> the other night, the other night I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Sweet Night, or some type of night, but it's about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires are cool people. Are they not? Speech for person running for the United States Senate. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Do you know that? I never knew that, so I don't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. But then anyway, as I'm watching this movie, and then you can tell how stupid it is because it's one in the morning. Mm, so I'm watching my stupid. TV. Are these kids watching their TV? Or a vampire kill on their TV? So you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching though. As I'm watching this show, what was funny? These kids had a vampire in their attic at their house. So they were watching their TV. Now I'm watching my TV as they watching their TV, and they see the vampire killer on their TV. So they win this contest to bring what this actor. Now y'all gotta stay with me. Bring no, this I actor can't stay with the vampire you. killer from their TV to get rid of this real life vampire in their ad. So if this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff. He got all the right stuff because you know you gotta have a steak, you gotta have a thing to kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic, so that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. Gotta have a call because it burned. I know that worked. What? It's just amazing. Uh, uh, I mean, among the, the less quality parts of this is that while running for Senate, he's up at one in the morning watching horrible films. Yeah. <laughs> Talking like his, about how like, hey, the other was. night, instead, yeah, I'm watching something so dumb that. I can't even understand why I'm still watching it. And that's actually the way I feel watching him say the very things about him watching the film about the people watching the films about the vampire. It's just unreal that this Yeah, but he'd again, rather be a he'd rather be a werewolf than a vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people kind of pick on that, but that I, I don't know. I, isn't that isn't that kind of one of the questions that People ask in like a. Would you rather? <laughs> which would you rather? Would you rather be Batman or Superman? Yeah, totally. Would you rather be invisible or have super strength or something like that? I don't know. It's I know people were really on, but it's just the babbling nonsense about uh, about all of this. Um, and Lucretia Walker is a, an illustration of the fact that. Maybe in both political parties, I can't speak to that. I've only seen it be true in the Republican Party at this point. People do not care who the candidate is in so many of these races. They just care what party is the person aligned to. And I am actually shocked that in our day and age, 
with so many people who say that they're, you know, that candidate quality doesn't require, isn't required for reaching this level. And I granted he lost, but barely, barely lost, (laughs) uh, that, that candidate quality isn't, isn't something more, more, more required. It's really quite stunning that people will just be like, nope, we'll just go with him anyway. Yeah. The party affiliation is so powerful. And, you know, we showed this video. We didn't show him flashing his deputy sheriff badge during the debate. Um, We didn't show videos of his son abandoning him, you know, and we didn't talk about the abortions that he paid for while running to be, you know, running as a super pro-life candidate. Um, You know, we didn't talk about the fact that he actually lives in Texas yeah, and not in Georgia. I mean, like, we didn't talk about the fact that they had to bring in two people to sit next to him and, uh, you know, keep him from talking anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah, just- <laughs> and, and he almost won. He went to a runoff against a very qualified sitting senator. Now, I know Georgia's, you know, a complex state and still in the middle of its transition from one political dominating power to another political dominating power, but still unbelievable that yeah. he, uh, someone of this lack of quality is, uh, yeah. is chosen by that guy standing behind him on the video right there. Like that, that guy with his cowboy hat on and his, and his vest is saying to himself, no, you know, I think Herschel Walker's probably my guy this time. Like yeah. just doesn't care at all about the fact that the. I mean, that's how much Republicans hate Democrats. And I know a lot of Democrats who are also just 100% opposed to Republicans. I'm, I'm one of those. Um, but at some point, you would just have to say, like, I don't think we could go with this person. Like, they're just not qualified. Yeah. The number of non-qualified candidates across yeah. the board. I, maybe I'm just blind, but I don't think that was as true with, the, uh, in, with Democratic candidates. I don't think there were so many... You know, Madison Cawthorn's, Marjorie Taylor Greens, Doctor Oz's, uh, Herschel you know, Walkers, Herschel Walkers yeah. that that there that there were uh, yeah. on the Republican side. Yeah. Just can't even it. imagine. All right, let's keep going. Number keep six, trucking. the Supreme Court drama. This was a year of drama in the Supreme Court. Um, so bad. you know, setting aside the decisions that they've made. Like, let's setting those things aside, just yeah. the drama surrounding the Supreme Court, the junior high nature of of what happens at this place yep. is just absolutely stunning. And that like that maroon curtain behind them has been pulled back a little <laughs> bit. And we've gotten a glimpse of what takes place where these petulant babies mm-hmm. make decisions about. All of our lives. Yeah. yeah. So this year we have we have Ginny Thomas, the wife of Clarence Thomas, aiding and abetting an insurrection, mm-hmm. and uh, you know being the the realization, the the revelation that she is a full on conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And insurrection. A and honor. Yep. The wife of Clarence Thomas. Yep. We had. The revelation that, uh, that well, and and Rob, let, let me just add: not only is she the wife of Clarence Thomas, who happens to believe these things, but she has access to the chief of staff of the then sitting president of the United States on private text messaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So it's not just like who she is and she should be better because who can control what their loved one does or thinks, but she uses her position in the work that she does to garner access to chief of staff and to senators and to everyone else. And then admits that in the mix of people she's texting her best friend or whatever, she's texting Mark Meadows about this best friend or whatever it's it's a Supreme Court justice that she's married to. Like, it, yes. there were no separations between. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, just, just deval. I, and look, uh, the Supreme Court needs to be an institution better than its members. You always hope for that, right? You hope for that in every instance. That's why you have institutions. <laughs> you mm-hmm. hope that they're better. They have more stability and more value and everything than, than, the, than the, any of the members. But boy, it just feels like it has it has devolved all the way back to you know the selection of Merrick Garland um, being stopped. Um, yep. Like for the last eight years, it has just been a real travesty of yep. of sure. uh, credibility with the Supreme Court. I'm not sure yeah. it can ever and, ever and, recover. You know, near the end of the year, we had the revelation that the Dobbs decision was not the first time that uh, the Supreme Court has uh, a Supreme Court decision has been leaked. Yeah. Um, our our friend Rob Schenk, um revealed that during his time as a as a conservative religious right operative, um, Judge Alito and or his wife uh, revealed to some people close to Rob, donors to his organization, that then told him the decision that was going to be coming down on the Hobby Lobby decision, the Hobby Lobby case, and then Rob was able to let the the folks at Hobby Lobby know that they were going to win that and and be ready for uh, for that. Um, you know, just just shocking to find mm-hmm. out that you know the Supreme Court justices hobnob with rich people and they've got a there. There was actually today yeah. uh, a news story about Chevron donating to the same charity that that Rob talked about in that New York Times piece. Um, a few weeks ago, Chevron donating to them while they had a case before the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, this is this kind of corruption. We, mm-hmm, you know, we mm-hmm. like to think that this institution is incorruptible, and then you know the curtain gets pulled back, and we realize, oh yeah. no, yeah, these people are all sitting around the same dinner table at parties and making making little deals behind the scenes. Yeah, so this is. This is crazy jaw-dropping, not crazy funny. Yeah, yeah not uh, funny. But speaking funny, of not funny. crazy funny and kidding, a little jaw-dropping. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Donald Trump tried to grab the steering wheel. Jesus, oh. take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, I just was laughing at this last night watching there for some reason on one of the news shows they were replaying Cassidy Hutchinson, you know, saying that hey, here's what I heard from the the guy who was leading the the Secret Service detail, a Tony Renato character. Um and I was just like, again, Donald Trump tried to grab the steering <laughs> wheel of the vehicle to make it go to the so that he could go to the Capitol and join with the people who were going to try to stop the certification of Joe Biden's presidential election. Like, not only did he try to grab the steering wheel and then grabbed a guy's throat and was swearing from the back seat, crazyville beyond belief. 
the thing he wanted to do was to personally participate in stopping the certification from being acknowledged. Unreal. And I just think, why, why with all, I mean, why in all the goodness of the world could those Secret Service agents have just not let him do it? Just have let him go. And then he would be stand, literally standing there while people are bashing in the windows. I mean, it, it would have just, just been the, the, the end of it all. He, he would have been arrested that day had they let him go there. Incredible. And then he still acts like, you know, that was just, just no big deal. You know, I totally should have gotten there. It's yeah. just, I, I have no words for this. It is just <laughs> stunning. Unbelievable. Really is. And this is just the stuff we know, truly. And I'm not trying to be one of those conspiracy theorists like, well, the stuff you know is it's really the stuff you don't know. No, the there's got to be a hundred other stories about Donald Trump's behavior as president that would be on this level of yep. unreal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of unreal, in 2022, <laughs> number four, Elon Musk. Oh, my God. Bought Twitter. Elon, <laughs> Elon, Elon Musk, Musk flirted with buying Twitter, ended up in an agreement to buy Twitter, tried to back out of it, and then was forced to buy yep. Twitter. <laughs> yes. That's because what he said he would. Yeah. And oh. and 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 just remind all of us, he bought it with money from Saudi Arabia and the Arab Emirates. Yeah. That's who owns Twitter. That's where the money came from. It wasn't like, yeah, Elon Musk has access to billions of dollars. He didn't use all his own money. He put together yeah. a little investor group that owns it. He's the head of it, soon to be the failed CEO of it. But it's owned by the you know UAE and by Saudi Arabia. That's that's who owns it. So how y'all feeling about that, conservatives? Feel feel pretty good. Feel real safe there that you got you got yourself a free speech zone funded by the uh, <laughs> the, the Saudis. That's great. Uh, hey, Alex, just, I'm sure you do have other things to do. Thank yeah. you for your, uh, thank you <laughs> for your service to today. Thanks for your, I have uh, other things to do, but this list is amazing. I mean, executive producer uh, Alex O'Brien is going to step away for now, and we'll, we'll, we'll do the best we can to hold on. <laughs> yeah, I just My favorite, though, is when Musk uh, put out the poll, the Twitter poll, should I step down? Uh, as CEO of Twitter, and everyone was like, "Yeah, yep, yep do you, that." You should. Yep, he's like, yep, uh, "Didn't quit. count." Uh, I think there were a lot, and because the answer was, we don't know how many of those were bots. Yeah, that was his <laughs> response. <laughs> the thing I own is such a trash fire <laughs> that I don't even know that I can trust it because the the responses I might be getting could be just body algorithms, yeah. and I don't know. Because it's this bad of a of a product, yeah. just, just it's truly it, it. Twitter is the Kanye West of social media, and how it's still a thing is stunning to me. Yeah, and I mean, by the way, if you're watching this on Twitter, we appreciate it. If you'd retweet this to your friends, um, you thank know. you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Yeah, speaking of things we didn't know, Twitter. I didn't <laughs> know who three. this guy was. George Santos. Uh, Neither did the voters of Long Island. You know, will be seated today in the 118th Congress as a the congressperson from uh, from Long Island, New York, George Santos. Uh, 
Turns out everything he said about himself has uh, been a lie. Not true. Um, yes. You know, from Amazing. his work history to uh, his ethnicity. Family history. Um, yeah. His family history. Um, all of it. Now there's <laughs> articles asking the question, is George Santos even gay? Um, like he, I mean, just, this is the depth of fabrication that has been revealed, uh, about this guy is just, I mean, it's stunning. It's stunning. It really seems like a pathological, like, yeah, he's not doing it on purpose. Even like you, he's lying about things that are easily confirmed or denied that don't matter. Like he, lied that his mom died in 9-11. She oh. didn't. Like, you can just yeah, check there, that. <laughs> there's video yes. where he claimed that he had had radiation for a brain tumor. <laughs> when, when, when you lie about things where the truth would be easier to say, that's when you know you're really in deep. Like, there's no value to lying about that. Just say the truth about your mom. Like, it's, it's mom's actually a pretty good story. Right. Like, but apparently not to this guy. And, and here's the thing with it. Like when he went on with, with Tulsi Gabbard and was, was interviewed on and she was really direct with him. I don't know if y'all watched that interview. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. She was on top of it and she's just, and he said, look, I made a mistake. The idea that you're going to reframe a pattern of deception as a mistake is the thing that you that hopefully he's not allowed to do right because there are mistakes people make people do make mm-hmm. mistakes and voters and loved ones and friends and strangers allow people to move on past their mistakes yeah. right everyone's yeah. like oh i got you man sorry about that for you this is not a mistake right. like regularly lying about things yeah. over years is not a mistake. That's that's not yeah. what you use the word mistake for. It's not a, it's a pattern. It's a pattern of behavior. And um, and what yeah. could get him in real trouble is yes. You know there is something, and, and we have made this point multiple times throughout 2022 on this podcast. Um, there's one thing that is political rhetoric, and then there's another thing that's like legal documents that you sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. affidavits, things that you attest to under penalty of, you know, perjury. When you yep. sign your name to those documents, it is a legal document. Um, and yep. you are held to like, you have to tell the truth. And one of those is FEC filings, the federal election commission filings with his campaign. Uh, one of those is uh, his financial disclosure that he makes to the the house of representatives is all, um, elected can uh, people who've been elected to the House of Representatives do, and there's significant questions about where his money has come from. Um, totally, and has he lied on those documents? Um, this guy could be in a world of hurt, but until that happens, um, could we just talk about the fact that he's Jew-ish? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's gotta be one of the most stunning. <laughs> yes, and we're this saying J E W dash ish because yeah. he wanted to clarify. He never said he was Jewish. He said he's like yeah. kind of a little bit. Yeah, 
he was raised secular Jew is what he said. He wasn't, but he said he was raised as a secular Jew. So he came from a family that was kind of Jew-ish, which is both a, a ripoff of a stand-up comedian's joke and also the name of a cookbook for people who are marrying into Jewish families and want to do cooking. It's the Jew-ish cookbook. It's very clever. So, yeah, it's actually a phrase that people in Jewish culture use a lot, you know, internally. So that kind of... It's not only just sort of dishonest and, and kind of stupid coming from him, but it's also ripping off how Jewish people talk about how you live, you know, if you're a, non, a non-observant Jew. Uh, it's just bad at every possible... Uh, at, at every possible level for this guy. Um, wow. and, and it's just over and over and over, the lies were intended to m- make it more possible for people to vote for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, that was the purpose. It wasn't embellishment for some memory reason or for some insecurity it was just no i'm going to make up stories about employees about my parents about my background about my work about my heritage all that because i'm trying to figure out how to how to win and that he wasn't caught rob wasn't caught until after the election and i literally heard a democratic strategist say on sunday well there was opposition research done by the triple c and by his opponent and they turned it over to the media and the media didn't do anything with it the media didn't do a shot like literally trying to blame the media (laughs) we live in an age at which you You can can put all of this out yourself (laughs) like i don't hop on youtube or twitter or instagram or facebook or snapchat or zoology or wherever or truth social and just start putting this stuff out in the world until it haunts him you don't have to wait for the media to think it's an important enough story like so then the democrats are like we tried we just couldn't get anybody to listen to us (laughs) That's unbelievable. unbelievable you know what else is unbelievable Number three. In 2022, the residency of the former president, Donald J. Trump, Mar-a-Lago, was raided by the FBI. FBI. Raided by the FBI, by the by the crudite gazpacho. <laughs> Came down there and they... And, and, and what's shocking is that it wasn't raided by the health department for the bed bug infestation that everyone knows they're so famous for. That's, <laughs> that's what's even more shocking. Where have they been? They're, they're sitting it out like the IRS with this guy. The health FBI department, went, you need to get into Mar-a-Lago. The FBI went into Mar-a-Lago to... Uh, yeah. To, take back to, documents. Take back <laughs> classified documents that had been... St- Stolen by the former president of the United States on his way out of office. Incredible. 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 Yeah, this one is of the jaw-dropping variety. Like if you, Yeah. <laughs> this is stunning. You can't stunning. make this up because there were so many off-ramps along the way. Like, yeah. like hey, uh, we think you might have accidentally uh, taken some things you shouldn't have. Yeah. Can you yep. go ahead and, are uh, you are you sure that's all of it? Did you look around? <laughs> you positive that's that that's everything? Like literally asked him over and over and yeah. multiple times hey, and his lawyers box where and got certifications and suggested places to look. Oh no, we got all of it. And they went down there and what there were like fifteen hundred documents or something. <laughs> like hundreds, Just boxes hundreds and of boxes. boxes. Uh, hundreds of boxes. right next to the box of framed Photoshop magazine covers. 
<laughs> and now most recently, his lawyers were like, uh, hey, yeah, we found some more over in a storage unit. <laughs> <laughs> he's got them over at the, you know, the ready rents. He's got, uh, he's got another, he's got boxes of stuff sitting around over there. Just, I mean, the, how this guy lives his life. And again, the people surrounding any of these folks, uh, story after story, you're just like, how were there not people that said that's not a good idea? It is is truly, truly mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And and no no one does it better than Trump being being raided. Uh and then the way the the the, the right and the Trump supporting mega crowd was like the real problem here is that the FBI raided a former president instead <laughs> of a former president put the Justice Department in a position where it had to raid his property. Yeah. And then people wanted to argue about the word raid or not. Oh my goodness. Like uh, it's a raid. It's yeah. <laughs> it, that's just amazing. Just that's amazing. Meaning, okay, number one. Meaning, We've been doing meaning this for of the a while. word. Number one, oh. midterm madness. My goodness. My goodness. The uh <laughs> the midterm elections. What do we have here red with wave. The Donald <laughs> red Trump, wave. Trump uh, that's surfing the red wave? Yeah, that's the red that's, that's, that's the red image. ripple. So that's a yeah. great so great. Well, the red Listen, wave is the voters waving uh you know, goodbye. Uh, and what? again, Sant if Santos is outed, there's a way. It was so possible for them to not even have taken control of the House of Representatives. Like right. so, just New York, New York. I mean, absolutely insane what happened in New York with Republicans yep. winning House seats in New York, Colorado, New York. where Lauren Boebert almost lost. Incredible, stunning, Arizona, Incredible. Maricopa County, like yep. Screwing with the country again, just in terms of timing, not in terms of count, mm -hmm. because they do a good job of counting. Um, and Carrie Lake still refusing to concede and yes. admit that she lost, you know, yeah. taking going f like campaigning now to be Trump's Full running Trump in, yep. in 2024. I mean, yep. it's Georgia. The second time in a row that we went that the U.S. Senate race went to a special election. I mean. How many times has Raphael Warnock won this seat? Yeah, in a <laughs> he's a three-time winner. <sighs> in the, I mean, he's won it like five times. Four, now. Yeah, yeah, four times. I think four. I think you're right. Yeah, like an election, and then a, and then a special election, and then an election, and then a special election. It's just. It, That's it what it takes just, for a black man to win in Georgia. He's got to literally win four times before people are like, "Okay, all right, you won." All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Absolutely. It's the road you got throughout yeah. the course of this year. And these yep. midterm elections were just in terms of just crazy things happening and the consequence of them. Um, just wow. Wow. What are you? All right. And because, and because that's not enough, let's, uh, let's talk about predictions for 2023. Right. 2023. What's going to happen? Dan, do you have some predictions for us? Three oh, crazy gosh. predictions. Crazy predictions. Um, no, no, I don't. Uh, it okay. can't get any more crazy than it just did. So. <laughs> all right, I'll give Rob. You what do you got? All um, right, you're gonna go all three, or do you want to alternate? Uh, let's alternate. Let's alternate. Let's alternate. Um, okay. In 2023, uh, Joe Biden is going to have the opportunity to nominate another Supreme Court justice. Oh, mm. wow! And where's this coming from? The conservative resignation side of or death? I don't know. Do you think Clarence Thomas is going to have to resign because of the behavior of his wife? 
I think I think Joe Biden is going to have the opportunity to uh, nominate another Supreme Court justice, and it will be coming from the conservative side. Wow, boy, that's a bing, 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 bing. All right, uh, my number one is Joe Biden will not seek and will not accept the nomination of his party. I was going to come with that one too. To be the president, were you? To be the yeah. presidential candidate, I think he's going to say uh, uh, no. Thank you. I think he's I not totally gonna. agree. Totally yeah. agree. I think he realizes that he can go out as yes, one of the most loved presidents of all time because of yes. what he what he did, and and, and staying any longer could only hurt his his legacy. Totally, totally. And he's going to be eighty. Two or something when this yeah. this term is done, and that's that's a that's a life well left. Yeah. Okay, what's your number uh, two? Number two, Donald Trump is not going to seek the nomination of the Republican Party. Son of a. Okay. <laughs> Did you have to cross that one <laughs> off like, your list too. I, I think Donald Trump is uh, is not going to end up running for president after all, but a Trump will. Mm. <laughs> Which one? Ah, you think? I, my money would be on Don Jr., but uh, but oh, I, I, no this way. is a this is a crazy prediction. So I want to leave it open. Uh, a Trump will seek the nomination of the Republican Party, but it will not be Donald. Wow! Okay. Wow! I think Melania has to be born in the country, so I don't think it's going to be her. All right, I I, I was going to say the same thing. I think Donald Trump is not going to be the uh, seek the Republican party endorsement. I think he's going to run as an independent after mm. he's indicted. Mm. I think he'll be indicted. The whole political system will move against him. And then he will say he's going to run as a third party candidate. He won't. He can't put the apparatus together to get on the ballot in enough places and all of that stuff. But yep. he'll stay a candidate because he will then want to be outside of the whole system and and punish the Republicans who have then turned their backs on him. And that's his final act, final act of vengeance. Yeah. And that will ensure that Gavin Newsom is elected president. <laughs> um, I think there's a number of Democrats that are going to be in the, in the running this time. All right. Yeah. So that, that was going to be my third, but I'll, I'll, I'll second that. Seriously? Uh, I'll second Gavin that motion. Uh, number no, 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 not, no, 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 no. Trump, Trump will be indicted and not, not seek the Republican party endorsement, but run as an independent. Number three. It's a very complicated. Speaking of indictments, um, <laughs> multiple sitting Congress people will be indicted mm. in 2023, including Matt Gates, oh, and for um, charges that have been long. Uh, I think that Rumored. once Merrick Garland, like. This is he's been reluctant to indict, but once the uh, the dam breaks, the dam is going to be broken, and all the indictment indictments are coming. Uh, and I think uh, I think it's going to start with Matt Gates, and uh, we're going to see some folks indicted as well uh, for some other things, maybe their involvement in the insurrection. But multiple Republican Congress people are going to be indicted in twenty twenty three. Hmm. Wow. Uh, my th- third prediction is that there will be a shockingly high amount, a high number of things accomplished by this Congress. Mm. Mm. I think that 
where people are going to look back and be like, holy moly, there was a lot of important things that actually got done by this by this Congress. This is actually the setup, this whole divided Congress and and a you know a terrible person like Kevin McCarthy being the the Speaker of the House in such a weakened position. It's just going to lean into all manner of stuff getting done. That's going to be the boring kind of things, you know, that that don't make doesn't make great podcast fodder. But at the end of 2023, we're going to look back and be like, wow. They got, they're going to get something done on immigration. I think they're going to get something done on the environment. I think they're going to get something done on, on, uh, uh, the, the, the program for kids, you know, like gave kids money, uh, fam. What's going on with my What is happening over there with your light? What's happening? I don't know. Let's see the light of, it was a touch by an angel moment right there from back in the nineties. I was lighting up. Uh, yeah, that's what I think is going to. That's, so, that's Doug, a few uh, a few weeks ago, you made the prediction that Steve Scalise would become Speaker of the House. Are you sticking yeah, by yeah. that? No, I I don't know. I I, I think that, that that that's still likely by the end of the day today. <laughs> Steve Scalise <laughs> could end up being because McCarthy's really really in trouble. But he, I, here's actually what I do think is going to happen on that front. I think you know he has to get to two hundred. He has to get to a percentage of those who are oh, there present. to vote. People are going to start voting present or not being there, and that's going to lower the number that he needs so that he can so that he can get there. That's that's they're going to work out some kind of deal, and that's part of what's going to lead into a bunch of things getting accomplished. Yeah, will he um, will he be elected by the end of the day, or is it going to stretch into tomorrow? I think it'll be into tomorrow. Yeah, nice. Maybe midnight. You know. Oh, Maybe the gloriousness of, of he's already moved into the speaker's office. The gloriousness of if he had to move out. He's already moved speaker. into the speaker's office. Moved into the speaker's office. It's wow. a bad omen. It's a bad omen. Wow. Don't jinx it, buddy. I, I hope he jinxed it. Oh, amazing. So there's our uh, there's our wrap-up of 2022. The 22 craziest things that happened in the world of politics in 2022. And uh, some predictions. Hey, there's only about- one only one prediction that we can make with certitude. This is the longest podcast live stream of 2023. <laughs> this, this, this will be a... What are we at, Dan? Can you even see We're at there? an hour 32. Hour thirty two. Does that include the? That does not uh, the, include the, the intro. Like, yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, you know, we're 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 at an hour forty five minutes here. We're 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 starting to push. You know, a kind of podcast that could be on Spotify. This kind of length. <laughs> so. Well, thanks for hanging uh, with us, everybody. And uh, I think. Hell, we'll... happy New Year. <laughs> hell, happy New Year. <laughs> hell, happy New Year. And we will. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow if you're around for the for, for the faith day. So we'll yep. see you then. Bye, everybody. In the